This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Hi, my name is Steve. You're listening to 7 to 9 a.m. Radio Pulpit, and this is Bible Toolbox. I've been talking the last couple of series about what God has promised us. Do you know what God has promised you? Do you understand what God has done for you besides besides uh, the blessings of Christ in our life? Do you know what he's promised us in addition to this? It's all part of his plan, okay? Maybe you're in the place in your life where, uh, you know, I— I wish I wish I knew more. I I I really really wish that I had, you know, a, a better um, a better service for Christ and everything like that. But everything seems to be so difficult. Everything seems to be very complicated. Maybe you're even to the place where, even attending church, even attending worship, to sing praises to God, to pray, to listen to the Word, to partake of the Lord's table. Maybe you're saying to yourself, uh, I've been doing this for years. I mean, what's different? What's different? My life seems to be st- stuck in a rut. Is that where you think your life is today? You think that there's hardly any more growth, personal growth for you? That you've reached almost the limit of what it is, and now it's just sort of like you're just sitting in the, on the wagon and going for a ride. Well, if you have your Bibles, let's look and see what God promised us. He promised us something about this. This is a need that I'm sure that a lot of people have felt. Paul wrote to the, to the Christians in Philippi, okay, in the first chapter in verse 6. This is what he writes. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry on to the completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Wow. You know, I don't know about you, but... When you first become a Christian, you have the zeal, you know? You're like, wow, I'm now forgiven. I'm forgiven of my sins. The Holy Spirit's come into my life. I have that gift of the Holy Spirit in my heart. And I think that the way forward might be difficult, but I'm determined. I'm going to do something. So you have that zeal, okay? You're going to come, you're going to come out swinging. You're really going to do something. And then sometimes we run into older Christians who seem to be tired, they seem to be weary. They just seem to be moving so slowly. So you start with something, and this is what uh, Paul is writing to them. He says, he who began a good work in you, you have that zeal, you have that wow factor in your heart and in your life, okay? You're really you're really praying. You're really searching the Word. You know, you're, re- you're singing with enthusiasm, okay? Whatever you do, you're trying to do for the Lord, Okay, there's nothing wrong with any of that. Nothing wrong with any of that. But it, but Paul is saying to you, look, he's begun this work in you, and you will carry it on to the day of to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. In other words, this isn't a sprint. This is a marathon. Okay, this is a long journey. This is a long race. Okay. Yes, at the beginning, and I'm sure, I don't know if you've ever run any sprint races or any races. I mean, I can remember when I was in high school, I did pretty well in the in the early, you know, the sprint races, you know, the 100 meters and the 200 meters and things like that. Although I didn't do very well overall, you know, I was in the top three or four and everything, and I was quite proud of that. Then someone tells me, well, why don't you do the other thing? Why don't you, they had, what, what did they call it? I don't know. It was like a obstacle race, an obstacle course, okay? And it wasn't just 
like once around the track or anything like that. It was a whole series of things that you had to climb over, run through. There was water, there was mud, there was grass, there was cement, all kinds of things and stuff like that. I mean, halfway through, I mean, I stopped and I was so tired. I said to myself, what are you, Steve, what are you doing? Do you really, really need this in your life? And I think sometimes we have that attitude about our salvation, about our faith, our walk of faith in Christ, that we said, okay, at the beginning, I was there for it. I was there for every single Bible study. I was there for every prayer meeting. I, I didn't miss a Sunday for four or five years. I was really, really, I was really seeking the Lord. I was, my heart was really focused on the right place. And I think sometimes we feel that once we finish the sprint, we're tired and we're like, what, what are we doing? What are we doing? I go on Sunday. I still, I still sing the songs. I know the songs. I've been there for years, so I know all the songs that they're singing. Okay? If I'm asked to pray or something like that, I will do what I can, the best I am able. Maybe I will even share my testimony with somebody. I, I, I can do all that. But it's sort of like, uh, do I have to? Do I really have to do that now? I mean, I gave so much at the beginning, and nothing seems to have changed. Well, Paul is trying to write to the Christians. He's saying, listen, I think we all feel this way, okay? We all feel this way. We start off fresh, and then we just get, oh, we just get uh, bone-weary. You know, we're dragging around a sack of rocks. We do, the doors don't seem to be opening. Everything seems to be an uphill battle, okay? Uh, there are situations in my life that have nothing to do with my faith, but also put such a pressure on me. I lost my job. Um, you know, I you know, I wanted to marry this girl, but now she's decided no. Um, whatever the situation, we, saw, we seem to be dragged back by life. We seem to be dragged back by the world. Pressure put on us. And we just say, like, what do I, do I need this grief in my life? Do I really, really, really have to do this? Well, Paul is saying, it's a long race. It's a long race. Pace yourself. God will give you the strength. Pace yourself. To the measure of your faith, keep going. Don't let up and don't let go. If you feel discouraged in your life like this, that you're tired, pray to the Father and say, listen, Father, I do want to do more. Okay? I do want to help. I do want to be a part of this, of this great adventure of Christianity. I'm great adventure of salvation in my life. Father, open a door for me. Allow me to do something. Allow me to use the skills and the talents I have for your kingdom. Now, I don't know what God wants, it, wants you to do in your life. I don't know. All I can say is this. Increase your awareness. Broaden your vision. You will find things, people who are more helpless than you, that will need help. Give them a hand. Hold your hand out. Pull them up. Pull them up. Become involved in the things that you'd have skills for. If you like people, you like talking to people, you like encouraging people, do a hospital ministry. Go and visit people in hospital who have no one who come to see them. There are those people like that. I can remember being in the hospital once, uh, and it was just me and another man, John, in the next bed. And John had no one to come and see him. I'd been there for about a week, and I've always had friends and friends of friends come and see me, and we'd sit and chat and things like that. John had nobody. I asked him, I said, uh, 
you know, are uh, do you have uh, kids? Do you have a wife that comes see? You? Yeah, but he's divorced and his kids have moved away and everything. I said, well, do you have like um, a church support? Maybe the minister of your church and everything. Oh no, no, I don't. I don't bother with that stuff. I don't bother with that stuff. I said, John. I said, you know, <laughs> if you feel all you feel isolated in your life, if you feel like nobody cares, there is someone who does care. His name is Jesus. He cares what happens to you. He understands what you're going through. So you have to understand that <laughs> you and I aren't alone ever. You know something? He looked at me and he said, you know something? You just said something that's true. And he took my words completely out of context. He says, you're right. I will never be alone. I always have me. You know, and that is true for you and I. You might feel very, but you will always have you. You will never leave you until the end. So here Paul was writing to the Christians and he's saying, God, he, Jesus, made a good work in you. He started this good work. Complete it. Complete it until the day of Christ Jesus. Now, the day of Christ Jesus he's talking about is, of course, when Christ comes again. He was encouraging the Christians. We don't know when he's coming. But make sure you're ready that when he does come, you're ready. You're ready, you're ready to go home to the to the home that he has prepared for you. So that's one of the promises God made. There's another one here that is a little bit in Romans chapter eleven and verse twenty nine, God says, God's gift and his call are irrevocable. Okay? God's gifts that he's made to you in your life, and his call, his calling for you is irrevocable. It's set in stone. It's set in stone. Now, what gifts did he promise you? God's gifts, plural. What did God promise you? What does God want you to have? Well, he wanted you to be free from sin. He wanted you to have freedom. And that freedom, uh, and that freedom involves awareness of where you are. You no longer held back by sin or the response or the consequences of sin. Even though you're responsible, you have the opportunity to set things right. So he says, God's gifts and his call are irrevocable. They're there for you. They're there for you. The gift of the Holy Spirit is one of those things that God doesn't take back. You can grieve the Holy Spirit, but God will not take it back. Take it back. You, that is yours, that he gave to you with open heart, with an open hand. Then another God promise. Okay. For today, let's look at just one more. Okay. In Gospel of John 15:26, this is what Jesus says. When the Counselor comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who goes out from the Father, he will testify about me. God has promised us the Spirit of truth. The Spirit of truth. Do you have the truth in your heart today? Do you have the truth? Do you believe what everybody tells you? Believe the news? Well, there's only one truth that has always stood the test of time, and that's the truth of the Word, the truth of the Word. I hope this encourages you to make you stand tall and stand often and stand forever. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Steve. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.